What's going on, lovely people? I got a question for Mr. Funny Man over here. Do you always agree with me? Do you always agree with me? Of course not. <laughs> then no, I don't always agree with you. <laughs> Y'all, welcome back. I am one of your hosts to When I Am With You. I am Sherelle Calhoun, and this is Mr. Funny Man over here. Brother Messenger, Lookman Calhoun. Yeah, we just want to just jump into it today. We want to talk about milestones and we're kind of going to expound a little bit more. I would say how would you even make milestones or to say it in a different way to make marriage goals within your marriage. So we want to talk to um, all of the married people today, you know, even those actually those that are engaged or making the commitment to get married, set a date. We want to talk to you lovely couples today that are married because we open it up by asking a funny but serious question. You know, my husband doesn't always agree with me and I don't always agree with him. That's right. But how do you make goals still within a marriage um, not always in agreement? We're talking about milestones today. Marriage itself is a milestone. Graduating college is a milestone. And I'll let my husband continue to expound and we'll jump right on in. Y'all going to have some fun. Right, right. Well, look, I, I just want to have have a moment just to talk with you. I mean, nine times out of 10, you have young couples that get married. And once they get married, they, they plan on having family. 90% on right. most to plan on having children. Okay, so if you've already had children uh, or you're looking to have children, you can imagine or have looked back in times past and say, look, my son and my daughter, they were in, uh, uh, what, preschool. Right. Okay, and so in preschool now, they have little graduation ceremonies, okay? <laughs> so you see now your, your little two-year-old, three-year-old with a little cap and gown, and, and they got some kind of certificate, some Certificate of drawing. Yeah, some certificate of drawing that, <laughs> and, and and sleep time. They pay, you know anything that's so funny that. Oh, but what but what you're not understanding is that you're installing something in there, your little minds in right. an early age. Okay, that's already a milestone. And and so that milestone, seeing them all walk the stage, and then from <laughs> them walking the stage, from 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 that to junior high right. and then junior high to high school from preschool junior high to high school now they have the option to go in college right. for most of them That's and so so those are positive milestones and then the second milestones which i would say you know a negative that come into positive some of us and all of us may have family members that we may know uh or friends that have been in prison have gone to jail and you know okay. this, this the statistics of that is, you know, nine times out of ten, a person go to jail, they, they tend to go back, okay? Sometimes. Sometimes. So what if that one person that's typically has a routine thing to go back to jail, okay? And he took the programs that were in there serious. He said, look, you know what? I had enough. I want to stay out. And he's worked very hard in getting, getting the programs done. Right. Releasing him or her early. And they come home. And they still work the program. They find a job and they get out on their own. And, you know, they, 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 that's 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 a milestone. So they turned a negative into a positive. Absolutely. And, and again, you know, you, we all have someone that we may know, whether it's family member or friend that were, uh, uh, that, that were on drugs, alcoholics or, 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 uh, crack cocaine users. Okay. And, 
you know, they said, look, enough is enough. They had enough strength, enough power inside to say, you know what? I want to kick this habit. Right. And that habit has become for that month. That month jumped to six months. Six months happened to be a year. That's a milestone. Right. That's a heavy. You know, right. they might get a keychain. They might have a, a, a dinner night out and say, look, <laughs> you know, we congratulate you. They would get a certificate, too, more likely from their program. That they're a part Absolutely. Of. That's a milestone. Absolutely. So so these are the these are the things that we like to look at. And so the scripture explains certain milestones in marriage. And I'm going to let my wife expound on the milestone that she saw. And the script. Right, right. Okay. Y'all, when we say milestones, you know, and, and I see that really as a goal. And some of our goals that we try to get to are hard, especially mm-hmm. when we are married. You know, sometimes when people say, oh, marriage is yeah. hard work, marriage. you know, it's, it's, it's hard work at times, but that doesn't mean that you love each other any less. You love your children, right? But sometimes we still have to discipline them by either correcting them or leading them in a different direction. Sometimes it could be hard being a parent as well. So I, I want to just basically say to you guys, if you're married or if you're engaged, it's important to still work hard, even if you don't agree with one another. And this is how I know I have been able to um, continue to love, forgive, be in the relationship as God has ordained for me and my husband to be is by keeping Christ God. He has to be centered. And I want to, um, I want to actually read, uh, first, uh, St. John, uh, chapter 15 and verse five. And it says that I am the vine that we are the branches. He that abide in me and I in him, the same bring it forth much fruit mm-hmm. for without me, you can do nothing. That's right. That is important to me to keep happy milestones, 40th anniversaries and all those things. How do you keep going? Even if you mad at each other, you're arguing, you don't have forgiveness in your heart. How do you keep going when we could be prideful? We want to hold on to some of our feelings that may be right at some times, but God is not looking at it that way. Um, Now we are to still have um, respect, love, sympathy, and empathy with one another. But being married is not about who's right all the time. So basically, this scripture tells me that he is, he is the, uh, he's the vine. Right. We are the branches. So in order for us to bear much fruit in our marriage, that love, that forgiveness, that long suffering, in order for us to bear much fruit, to stick together, even when we have disagreements, strong disagreements, in order for us to bear that much fruit with one another, we have to be the branches, a part of Christ, which is the vine. So that goes back to me saying God has to be centered. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's a wonderful point that you broke down. My love, I, I I really would love. I love how Paul also breaks this down in Ephesians chapter four, and uh, you know it, it, what stuck out with me, um, you know, and what's hit up in bold, uh, living as children of light. Okay, yeah. uh, and so so as husbands and wives, we have to remind ourselves to 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 steadfast, even if we may not agree on everything. Wow. Uh, uh, verse seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> verse 17 of, uh, of, of what Paul explained, he says, so I tell you this, an instance on it in, in the Lord, okay? Uh, uh, you know, the, the Lord has told Paul, and he's, t- he's telling Paul to tell us that you must no longer live as Gentiles, okay? You know, and 
what this is what Paul is saying. Gentiles are like the unbelievers back in that time. Those people that didn't believe in Yahshua, Hamashiach, Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. They they lived, uh, you know, an unholy way where where those Gentiles at that time in Rome, you know, they had multiple partners. They there was no commitment to anything. They they were wide open. OK, so 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 that's the narrative of what. Uh, Paul, Apostle Paul is speaking to the believers of Yahshua, the believers of Christ, that when we come together in marriage, we need to stay focused on that. So now verse 26, here's a good one right here. Verse 26, it says, in your anger, do not sin. I'm sorry, babe. Where, where are we at again? Uh, Ephesians chapter four, verse 27 right now. I was at verse 17, but now we're at verse 20, uh, 26. Okay. okay. So it says, okay, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Uh -oh. Okay. So now some of us, <laughs> uh -oh. you know, I'm going to let the lady, ladies, sometimes uh -oh, y'all so, see us guys, we can, we can, we can forgive and, and let it go to the wayside. Most of us men, we're not too oh, really? emotional, okay. you know, but with ladies, y'all would hold. Y'all will hold it to the next day. <laughs> Y'all hold it to That's next not week. That's entirely true. Well, but well, but but in this I, case, I, I hear where you're going. Okay, Let, okay, let's, okay. Let so me so 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 now the Bible, not what husbands say, not what man say, but what the Bible saying, what Apostle Paul is saying, based okay. on what the Holy Spirit, the Ruach Hakadosh, told him to tell us in today's time. Hey, he's saying, do not let that anger go down, because it'll go down in sin. Don't let that anger go down. OK, so do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Verse 27. And it says, do not give the devil a foothold. A lot of times that's what happens. We give the devil the foothold and it causes divide in the household. Right. And we don't want that. He's been doing you know? that since Adam and Eve. That, that's right. That's right. So let's jump down to verse 29. Now, verse 29, this is a good one. And, I, and it says, do not let your unwholesomeness talk. Okay, what what uh -oh. that mean? What that mean? You know, that's cuss uh -oh, that's cuss words. That's cuss words. Bad language. Bitter words. Talk, bitter words. Talking about parents, disrespectful uh, kids. Words. You know, throwing up stuff that don't have nothing to do with what's going on. I wonder who does that. <laughs> who brings up topics that this? If we're fussing about something and then you're bringing up something that don't have nothing to do with that, this is the kind of stuff that the Bible is saying. Look. You know, don't let unwholesome talk mm -hmm. come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building each other up according to their needs and the benefit of those who's listening. Remember, husband and wives, if you got small ones, if you got little ones, you got kids, they're listening. You, you have to be careful. I, I notice on some programs, baby, on sitcoms that you see, I see where if, if, uh, if, if, a couple is having a debate, they mm -hmm. always go to the other room, close right. the door. That's that's how they did back in the day, right? That's how they did back in the day. And ladies, this is not about the right side or who's right or wrong. Right. We want to give examples of what has helped us. Mr. Funny Man over here says, who does that? He was trying to say, he's trying to say that women, sometimes we can, you I know, say we... women. <laughs> You said yeah. women. Well, but see, but I know how I know right. his lingo, right, his right, talk, right. and it's it's <laughs> as we go to the Bible, 
and we're listening to this word. Yes. You know, most women sometimes we are known um, in in different cultures, known to you know kind of speak our mind. Um, we're we're known to kind of always we're known as the queens of the house, the mothers of the house, the career women. So sometimes we have a lot to say. Um, but this is what I want to say from my experience. I have learned that we women, and sometimes in the groups that I have been in, we want our husbands to do exactly what we want them uh, to do yeah. right when we want them to do it <laughs> ladies i'm not just not on the side of the ladies but i'm on the side of god right. and god right. has had to teach me through even older me. women of He's the church right me. now we're gonna get to the fellas we're gonna get to the men that it's not about who's right or wrong it's about as we go back to that first point to get to those 25th anniversaries or that right. milestone, that 40th milestone right. anniversary, we go back 50th anniversary. We go back to what we talked about in St. John chapter 15. We have to have God as the center. He's the vine. We are the branches. My husband's speaking on, we cannot let the sun go down on our anger. Right. Sometimes ladies, we have to pull back. The Bible teaches us that a soft answer turns away wrath. Sometimes, too too many things being said can show the foolishness That's that true. may be in you. So for the men and the women, and myself included, when me and my husband dated, um, getting um, engaged, we were friends. I think for me and my husband, it worked for us being right. that we were friends at first. We had to learn one another, even That's in right. our friendship. That's right. Even if you are a child of God, you can't be right and in all subjects. Absolutely. You can't be the person that has the floor all the time in Absolutely. all subjects. And I think it's as you grow in maturity in marriage. You learn to take time. You learn to take time. You learn to that what the Bible said, going back to St. John. You have to be for that fruitfulness to come to the fullness of the Godhead of Christ. You have to have him centered. Right. You have to have love. You have to have the maturity. So I think it's just a, when my husband just said patience. It's a process. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I want to close with this at verse uh, 32. And it says, be kind and compassionate to one another, right. forgiving each other, just as Christ, our God, forgave us and and and, and forgiving you. Uh, you know, one thing that I want everyone to understand is this, is that we have to learn how to listen. Right. That's good. Listening, compassion not talking. and know when to speak. When when it comes to listening and knowing when to answer when it comes to speaking. And so, look, right. you know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, God will give us the tools. He's given us the tools to to be able to work it out, be able to talk it out and be able to walk it out you know, <laughs> through, through love. OK, through love. And so with that being said, I'll pass it back over to you, my lord. See, <laughs> yeah, see how I passed the phone. Fu- see, see, I'm, I'm, I'm letting her have the floor. You see, this is what I'm talking about, guys. Go ahead. Y'all, learning the patience when he talked about the, the well, actually, when I was going back to the scripture, talking about the fruitfulness, right. um, when he talked about the patience, mm-hmm. um, th- these are things that we have had to learn. We didn't come out being completely patient with each other. We had to learn. That's it right. was sometimes heated discussions would happen. Um, I want you to see my point of view. He wants me to see his point of view. Um, but keeping God centered I think has brought us through. So that's one marriage goal. I want to say to get us to some milestones in our marriage. Listen, let me let me say this. I think everybody will love to, you know, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm a twin. Mm-hmm. And so so since, since I was born, I was born with with a twin brother. 
And the relationship that I have with my twin brother is like none other. But when God unites marriages, we have to learn how to learn to love each other, be able to know our, our likes and dislikes and disagreements and everything else like that. And that's that's you and I almost like you came into the world together. <laughs> my, my wife is my twin. OK, through marriage. And and, and 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 it's it's a little bit different, but it it has to be in a way where she understands me, knows my likes, dislikes. I understand her, know her likes and dislikes. And that can be in your favor. Even when you're in a bad moment, we have to learn to give right. each other that much respect, that much respect and that much patience, because God is love. Right. And if God is in us, we should continue to have that love. So this is going to be just a little bit longer of a episode because we want to not rush it. Um, We want to say that it takes true patience. So if you are engaged, you set a date or you're already married, married, it's hard work. Like I said, it's it's hard work, but that doesn't mean that you don't love one another. Any goal that you get to, when we talk about a milestone, you pass that bar exam. It was hard work, but you're proud of yourself that you got it done. When we grow in maturity, every couple, you're growing in maturity. It's hard work sometimes to say, no, you need to step back and put yourself out of this, you know, making it just about you. That sometimes is a little bit of hard work. You have to grow into that maturity. So that is, um, to me, the most important goal to get to your milestones in your marriage is to, I'm going to again, go back to St. John chapter 15, keeping him centered because again, he is the vine. We are the branches. We have to hang on to him. I want to also, and I know we're kind of, kind of going some different places, but again, this particular episode is going to be a little bit longer. Um, and then I want to just pass it back over to you, okay. you know, for to tell the people, you know, in your opinion, based on, I guess, off the scripture that you gave, don't let the sun go down on your anger. You know, how do you make that go when you're angry? What do you have to do? Is it just maturity? Is it the patience? Um, it's long suffering. It's long suffering. Okay. See, it's, so, so, you know, here's the thing. Sometimes it's not always having the last word. Mm. Okay. Uh, I do get it. Sometimes when you uh, you believe that you're standing on principles that is just and that is true and you don't want anyone to overcome what you know to feel like or you feel like is right. But sometimes allowing Yah, allowing God to intervene by not saying nothing, you give your point across. If it's going in a direction that, you know, there's no turning around, you have to learn sometimes long suffering and patience to let it just end as it is right there and let God do the fin- rest. Do the That's rest. good. That's good, yeah. y'all. Yeah. That scripture that we talked about in St. John, the, in order for us to be fruitful and exactly what he just talked about, yeah. long suffering, that patience, that means in order for us to be fruitful and to produce the thing that we cannot with each other, even if it's patience, you have to let God intervene. He got to be the center and do the rest. I'm going to jump into 1 Peter chapter 3. You don't hear this scripture too often, but it's okay. really important. Okay. Really important uh, for me, for me to always remember. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. And it says, Likewise, you husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. That's so God is basically saying, men of God, especially 
women of God, we can't battle each other. This is not about a boxing who comes out on top and I'm better and I, I got my point across better. God just told us right here in 1 Peter 3 and 7 that your prayers be not hindered. We are to love one another. Men, you are to honor your wife. Women, we are to honor our husbands because God is saying when we walk in the spirit of division in our homes, our prayers become hindered. Yes. So we want to, I just want to kind of just recap to say the main goal that I would say um, in a relationship it's not about being right or wrong, married couples. Is God in the center? That's, that's, that's how I feel like we get to those 50th anniversary. That's right. And you know, uh, to, to piggyback off of what you just said, uh, you know, I, and I just saw something that really stood out, and that's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. Okay. And with that, we're going to close with this. It says, submit to one another mm-hmm. out of reverence for Christ. That's it. We have to learn how to submit to one another out of reverence. That means, you know, at the end of the day, you still got to love each other. You still got to come together. You still have to work things out on a daily basis. Every day is a day to work out your marriage, period. Right. By submitting to one to another. To submitting to one well, another. Well, can I ask you a question? Of course. Now, ladies, I ain't forgot. Now, we did correct the things with the ladies, hmm. right? That, you know, ladies, sometimes we have to pause on the things that we say. Fellas, what do the fellas need to do, in your opinion, that you feel would be better to help their marriage? Well. Ladies, I got your back. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, this is us being fun and unfiltered. Uh, it's life. You can have life with fun, love with Christ. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. I see, I see this curveball. But you know what? What what us fellas need to do? Sometimes we just need to listen more. Ah, that's so, a good one. That's so I'm going to hold that safe button right there. <laughs> we'll continue this yeah. episode, y'all. <laughs> Milestones in marriage or marriage goals. We love y'all. We Come love back y'all. again. Have some fun with us. And we're going <laughs> to keep talking about it. We love you. God loves you. And stay blessed. Y'all stay blessed. God Bye. bless y'all. Bye-bye.